Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast his love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose with Him. And life is so much fun with the Lord. He takes us on these wild adventures where we meet amazing people who come into our lives and change our lives for the best. They discipline us physically, mentally, and they just put us on a really good track in our walk with the Lord. And one of those people we have on the podcast today for my life is Andrea Rosenbaum. She's the director of advancement at YMCA of Northwest Florida here in Pensacola. Hey, Andrea. Thanks, Ricky. I'm so excited. I, I mean, I just, I feel like, I feel like there's like this wave bouncing back between you and me. Yes. And see, we know it's Tuesday and yes. Tuesday is a great day because uh, we were just talking about this for yeah. more than 20 years now. One of the little things I do at the Y yes. is uh, is lead a spinning class. And I have had this Tuesday slot forever. Yeah. You know, when I started teaching it, my oldest child was, you know, barely a preschooler. And now she's a grown adult who shows up most Tuesdays. <laughs> she does. And it's just one of those spaces where I just say, okay, for this next hour, yeah. whatever else you're carrying around, just put it down. You know, I think we, we, we walk around, um, carrying things sometimes that we don't have to, mm -hmm. or things that we really need some help with yeah. and we don't want to ask for help or sometimes to just realize that, you know, you can set that down for a little while if you need to rest. And yes. so I love being able to create those little spaces at the Y where whatever else we're dealing with, come in and set whatever it is you're carrying, set it down yeah. and let other people help push you and pull you along for a little while. And we do that in class. Absolutely. We do it, we do it uh, in the pool. We do it, we do it over coffee sometimes yeah. in the lobby. That good coffee. <laughs> it's like, this is just, I mean, this to me, this is what it means to be in community. And so yes. the reason why I have worked for the Y now for 23 years and counting, it's not because I think, oh, we're a great place to get healthy and fit, although we are. Yeah. But I think it's a great place to, um, to really build that network of people that um, that miss you when you're gone, yes. or that listen to you when you're frustrated, or that laugh with you when there's something joyful. And so, I so I always know when you've walked into the building because I usually hear you. I'm it's so like, hey, Victor, there's some Ricky energy in the house. <laughs> What's but, up? But it's but it is great. It is great. And I tell people, come on, this we want this to be. Yeah. That happy place and that energy place, even on those days where you just think, oh my gosh, I cannot, I cannot take one more step. Yes. Okay. And I tell people the hardest thing you can do is walk through the door. It is. It's which, so true. Which Show is up. So much of life. Right. I mean, I would tell my kids sometimes, I'm like, look, half of life is just showing up. Yep. Amen. And then, and then about another 25% is hanging on after other people have let go. Yes. And then, then you can grow and yeah. be, you know, but, but just keep, I mean, sometimes you do, you just have to keep saying, I'm going to keep doing this because I think that we've somehow been led to believe that everything should be magical, right? Whether it's your job or your marriage or new motherhood, ask yeah. a mom with a two week old. <laughs> it's a constant you're thinking, struggle. You're thinking, oh my gosh, what have I done? Yeah. And sometimes you got to just keep showing up and know yeah. that, that the, the magic is maybe not what the movies sell you are, exactly it's there it's there, there that is so funny that you say the magic is not what the movies is there was a podcast you know centered around love and uh romantic relationships i can't remember what it, oh it was a christian podcast okay oh, there's a christian uh -oh. podcast okay called the naked marriage it's really good okay um and i'm it, gonna take your word for that it's really really good check it out uh, yes and it was like a major i want to say 80s or 90 percentile that romantic relationships that you see in movies are not how it works out in real life. Like 
physically in our brains. That's not how progression in a relationship moves forward. No. What we see in no. a movie. So to put those expectations on a relationship just like outside of movie world oh. is ridiculous my, my husband and i have this running joke where he yeah. says he says i know what the most romantic thing is that i can say to you he says it's a few simple words i'll take care of it <laughs> and it's so funny that we laugh about that where yes, you know to care. have a true to have a true partner yeah in this life um and and to be so that's where he says he says i want to get i want to i want to really really romance you tonight i'll take care of that you know that just might be cleaning that really dirty pot from dinner and i'm like okay i'm gonna go sit down for a few minutes which i mean you know so nice that's it sometimes i think uh, those little those little joys yeah that's the first place my brain went to was doing the dishes oh yeah well and it could be any well and or at my house sometimes it's it's that silly little phone call that you have to make to get whatever yeah you know the um that uh that recall notice you get on your car you gotta go get it taken care of you know whatever the little the silly thing you gotta do at the bank or whatever it's like oh i cannot get this done and so having a little partner it's nice so to make that i'll take care of it spiritual this is so timely so you know how god like he will take care of so much that we don't even know sometimes he's just like fighting for us we can just be still um at church over the weekend our family goes to upper room church on pensacola beach and pastor nathan pooley was saying that do the things that you can do. So like do the things that you can, you know, obviously you're praying the whole time, just praying. (laughs) You just pray all the time. Offer it up. Just offer it all up. Surrender all. Let Jesus take care of it. But like do the things that you physically can do. Like he was using the analogy, if your teeth stink, brush your teeth, you know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Go buy the toothpaste at Walgreens or CVS. But let God handle the things that you can't. Absolutely. Right? It's interesting that you put it that way because of course we always want to let let me let me seek this prayerfully. Let me yeah. let me turn this over. But yeah, I do believe that God wants us to be a partner in yes. that work with him. Yes. And so I do believe that my brain and my body and my I mean, sometimes it's just that crazy network of people you know yes. where someone calls on you and says, Hey, and, and I, after more than 20 years at the Y and yeah. 30 years in this community, I get that a lot where people say, I need some help with fill in the blank, right? You know, I need somebody who can, I'm trying. And so I think, Oh, okay, well, let me, let me see what I can do to help you. Now, sometimes it might be way out of my scope, but I'll do what I can. Right. Because I do believe that, I, you know, I, the, the, our meditation song at uh, mass, I'm Catholic. I go yeah. to the Sacred Heart Cathedral Yeah, and uh, I've been a member of that community for my entire time here. Love my church. But our meditation song um, last Sunday was God has no hands and feet, but yours. Oh, that's so good. You know, and, and it was just beautiful. I was sitting next to my daughter and I started to cry. I cry in church a lot. And I I'm do a, too. I'm a sympathy crier. So someone else is crying, you know, <laughs> children singing, children singing, you know, whatever. It just gets me there. Yeah. And I don't fight it anymore. I don't either. And and that was the whole thing where I just thought, all right, I'm going to let that come out of me. Yes. But God has no hands and feet, but yours. And so, you know, we, I think that we, we do need, we do need to pray ardently and we do need to believe and we do need to have that faith, but we also need to get up and act. Exactly. Act when you can. You know, the problem of taking care of the poor and the homeless and the hungry, no, we have a responsibility to do a part of that. I mean, I may not be able to fix it all, but I can help this person. Exactly. It's just like with doing this podcast, for example, I know that my gifting is to broadcast his love or like do something in broadcasting where I'm encouraging somebody else to stop doing things forcefully their own way, look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of their faith, surrender all, lay down their lives to do what he has asked them to do, even if it's a small thing or a big thing or whatever the thing is. Like doing this podcast is like something that I can do and that I just like love to do, like connect with you, creating that community like you were talking about. There's something I want to dive deeper on. Oh boy, okay. Something that you mentioned, crying in church. Mm, Okay. So, um, so I didn't used to do that. Yeah. And I would say it's been, um, in the last, oh gosh, my, uh, my family would, would know more, but maybe in the last like six, seven years, eight years. And, um, the first time it happened, it was toward the end of, of 
toward the end, we'd been there. I, we went to communion. I come back from communion and all of a sudden I had this very real visceral feeling. Um, it, it, uh, the way that I explain it now is, um, it's like bubbling up. Like if you were, if you were looking at a little bubbly drink, you know, some sort of fizzy drink and you see how the bubbles kind of come up and then they get right to the edge of the glass and if it's just right, then they spill over. Yeah. Well, that's how it kind of felt inside of me. It was like this bubbling and, um, I had not asked for it. I had not looked for it. I had never experienced that before. And it, it almost, it just took me by surprise. And, um, and it, I, I felt like I was fighting back tears. And then probably a week or two later, it happened again. And by about the, by about the third or fourth time it happened, I thought, okay, I can't, I, I can't, I, I don't know why this is happening to me, but it felt like this very physical presence that said, I'm here with you. I am inside you. And it becomes so much that it just spills out of me. And so it usually spills out in tears. Yeah. And um, I just thought, okay, I need to make sure that I have a tissue just in case. Um, yeah. And so the first couple of times, you know, my, my husband or my daughter reached out and they're like, are you okay? Are you okay? I said, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. So after a while, they just stopped. They just let me be, you know? And I started thinking sometimes I would have that moment and it wouldn't really happen. And I would think, ah, oh. and somehow I think, you know, I, for a while I thought, what am I doing differently? What's different? And then I had this realization one day where I thought, I don't think I'm doing anything different. I just, I'm showing up and I think God's doing something different. Yeah. And, um, I just need to pay attention. And, um, and so I, I, I think it's a gift to have that, um, that very emotional experience when I now, sometimes when I, um, I I look at people going through the motions and I mean, some days I'm going through the motions, you know, of course, because that's part of showing up when you're really dry and you're really feeling lost or alone or frustrated. Sometimes you just got to keep, you got to keep showing up. But, um, but I think at the end of the day, I'd rather be the person who is, um, a little sloppy, you know, with, with some makeup running down my face or, you know, the snotty tissue in my hand and to say, I'm really having that experience there for that moment. Um, and if someone asks me after, Hey, was everything okay? I'm like, everything was great. Everything was just great. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, you know, I welcome, I welcome that, um, I think that, um, I think that for most of my younger life, I, uh, I always felt like I was supposed to be having this very, you know, extraordinary experience. And, uh, when other people would talk about that, I would be like, Oh, so now it's like, this is my little piece of that extraordinary experience. And, um, and then I, and then I look forward to that. And then I feel very, um, it makes me feel stronger. It makes me feel, um, just almost warmer inside. And, uh, and then, and then I'm like, okay, all right, I'm in, I'm in, I can do this. I can do another day. I can do another week. I can, whatever else is out there that I've got, I can do it. I can do it. Well, it, to me, it's a reflection that you're a compassionate person because your heart like breaks for things that pop mm. up in your brain. Maybe like God's revealing something to you and you cry for that, you know, it wells up. And um, I was just looking up scriptures about about crying. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, to me, your tears in church. So I, I cry every Sunday in church. Every, I mean, I just cannot help it. If I If I'm late to church, I'll cry at the end. Like I, it's just, <laughs> I cry either way from one time I'll cry before. Like it is a beautiful, like worship time to me of that welling up mm-hmm. feeling. Um, but some of the, uh, I just looked at some scriptures on it on openbible.info. I believe that's the website, but it's open Bible. Yeah. Openbible.info. And it's Psalms 34, 17 says, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. And it does feel like a deliverance in that time of surrender and prayer and crying. Mm, Surrender. I think that's a great word because I think that, you know, a lot of times where we think we're supposed to figure it all out ourselves, we're we're supposed to be able to do it all. And so to really, um, to, to be, um, very vulnerable and very, and to say, I, I, I know I can't, 
I know I can't figure this all out. I know I can't do it. And that's okay. Yeah. That, 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 that's okay. Cause I, I've got like the best safety net ever. Yes. And you know, and so if I, if I fall off this little tiny wire that I feel like I'm walking on some days, I know I'm going to get, I'm, I know I'm going to be caught and I'm going to be lifted and it's going to be fine. Oh yeah. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> okay. You're going to love this. So Hebrews 5, 7 says in the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications mm-hmm. with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverence, which reverence means high esteem, deep respect for someone or something that just puts me at all because it's like Jesus. If he's crying out, then surely we can cry out. Yeah. Then Jesus wept. I mean, shortest oh, verse in the Bible. Well, Come on. Well, one of my, <laughs> one of my sticky notes, and I'm not a big sticky note person, yeah. but I always have a few. One of my sticky notes on my monitor at work says, Jesus had all the answers and he wept. <laughs> so sometimes I'm like, okay, all right. It's, it's like, you know, when you're at, when you really, when you're at, it's, Okay. Okay. (laughs) The ultimate model, the ultimate model that he even, of course, I mean, that he felt. And to me, that's, it's that, that verse is one of those ones that tells me he was truly us, one of us, Oh yeah, that he felt that. So yeah, yeah, I always said, Jesus, Jesus had all the answers and he's still up. It is okay, Andrea, for you to be a little discouraged exactly (laughs) yes and yet on the flip side and one of the things i was thinking of as you were talking i had a um a a family situation some years ago where i could see that someone i cared about so deeply was kind of veering in a direction that i thought this is not going to go well and so um i decided that i was going to make this the focus of prayer that I was going to ardently, seriously pray every day. And so day one of my prayer for this, this person, I, um, I start suggesting to God what else could happen. Okay. Really? Like I say, you know, maybe you could do this. Maybe you could do that. Maybe this could happen. Yeah. And I come up with a few things day two. I said, you know, I'm thinking you probably could come up with a lot of things (laughs) more than what I could come up with. So whatever you think on day three, that person had a major thing happen in their life that changed the whole course of their life wow. for the better. And then I got a little scared because I thought, wow, that was a really powerful way to ask. Yes. To just say, let me let me not try to figure it out. Yep. Because I don't know what the best path is, but I know that you do. Mm-hmm. And if I just um if I just trust and say, please, you know, I your intervention is yeah. what we need here. Amen. And that situation happened. So yeah, day three, I was like, wow, okay. Note to self, yeah. be careful. What be you careful what you pray for. <laughs> it's true. For. Oh. oh yeah. I mean, I, I love, when I'm praying for someone, I am like really specific when I'm praying for them. Absolutely. And then I'll ask them, I'll be like, tell me if you had any, like what happened with X, Y, and Z, because I want to like I want to hear God moving. I want to know what he's doing, you know, through them and all that. Uh, Something I wanted to talk about with you uh, was something that you taught me passively. You didn't know that you were Mm, teaching me this, but it's kind of like more caught than taught. Is that like a thing? Okay. Yeah. But um, healthy routines. Mm. So when I first was getting to know you, uh, we've been members at the Y now for a couple of years, I think. And um we, the, I mean, the main reason was because our kids do swimming lessons. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's like, we're doing that. We're signing up. It's cheaper to get a membership. So we're just going to do, do it. So then all of a sudden I'm seeing like these spin classes. Well, I had zero healthy routines in my life as far as exercising. It was like, whoa, ah, work out. Ah, I have time. One hour. Ah, let's go. That was pretty much it. Like spastic. I am available. <laughs> let's go. So your class at, you know, 4.30, I'm like, if I can get done with all my work, I can go, go, go to spend, go to spend. I can do this. So it was just like so sporadic. Well, then I learned from being in that, like there were these people in that class that went every Tuesday, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every single Tuesday. And I'm like, this is a routine in their life. Like this is a pattern that you know and then i'm learning about the lord and that he loves uh he loves routines he's the sun rises and the sun sets you know i mean there's seasons mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the beauty in routines and then i learned about um you know just from watching the people how they were making this a routine in their life I can make exercise disciplining my body you know this is the lord's body you know these are absolutely and and making it a daily routine. I mean, there I do have a rest day, but 
what joy I have found and like amazing spiritual encounters with the Lord in these classes. <laughs> what in the world? It's awesome. Well, and I, I, Ricky, I think you've, you have landed on something because I yeah. do think we all have habits and routines. Yeah. People who say, I don't, you do. Yes. You just need to stop and see what are those habits and yeah. routines and are they life-giving or are they just passively um, whiling your time away yeah. or are they destructive? Yeah, and so I think that people who are trying to really uh, change things in their life, you know, whether it's a, a, a soda habit or a smoking habit or a, a, a sit on the couch habit, whatever it is, you yes. know, that they might have, you know, we're just coming out of New Year's time. Everybody has those same things yes. every year. Is that I really think there's an amount of self-love in there. And I, especially one of my uh, populations that I really, really, really love to love on are young parents. And I do that at church yeah. and I do that at the Y. I, whenever I see a new family coming to church with a child and they're trying to get their child to be quiet or to pay attention to them, yeah. I will see, I will knock people over to get to them and say, please just keep showing up yeah. because your child is not bothering me nearly as much as you think. And I would so much rather you have your family here. Exactly. I said, this is not the opera or the symphony. This is like a meal. This is like Thanksgiving. This is a time where we're together as the family of God. And so if we don't have any little people here, and I say the same thing about exercise, you will be a better parent, a better mother, a better father, if you invest a little bit in your own well-being. Yeah. Because some of that is the physical part, you know, hauling those kids and all their stuff around, that requires some oomph. The yeah. energy to be there for your child, the um, to be healthy and to, to, to teach those good habits to your kids. And so I, that's one of my real, real ones. I said, I, th I just, I think making that time to invest in our own well-being, our spirit, our mind, and our body is so important. It's discipline. Um, and it really is. And so we all have those habits. So is your habit going to be, I'm waking up in the morning and I'm rolling over and I'm going to scroll through TikTok and Instagram. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with that. Um, but is that the first thing you want to do in right. the morning or, do you want to instead say, I want to have some quiet time to center my day and get yeah. my head in the right space and to offer up what's going to happen? Um, do I want to spend the first few minutes of my day, you know, hitting the snooze alarm 10 times or am I going to get up and move? Right. You know, and so I think, um, I think that we all have those habits. It's just about how do we do that? And one of the things that I think is great about the why is we surround ourselves with some like-minded people. Yes. And I think your, 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 your family, your community of faith your, your wellness community. If I'm around people who are yeah. in a positive state of mind and who are taking care of themselves and who are um, getting excited about the day, then likely that's going to rub off on me. Oh yeah, for sure. And so, and so <laughs> you that's can't where help it. it wells know, up inside I, of you. I mean, I say that in class all the time when I sense that people are starting to struggle a little bit, I literally will say, help each other. Yeah. Help each other. And there'll be a little moment where maybe there's a little bit of a, a of a break. And I say, Look at the person next to you and tell them how awesome they are. Yes. Tell them, tell them that they're inspiring you. Tell them that as long as they don't quit, you won't quit. That we're, you know, we're, I, I just think we're meant, we're meant to be in that community of support in so many ways. And I agree. so, so I feel like for me, I'm lucky now nah, I've chosen it, yeah. but I feel like my, my work, my professional work is able to reinforce what I feel in the rest of my life. Exactly. Yeah. It goes with you. It's not something that stays in that hour long class. It, that encouragement goes with you. Um, I'm just thinking about Rose, you know, Rosie, she teaches oh, yeah. the morning spin yeah, yeah. class on Tuesdays. Love her. Like love all the instructors, by the way, by the way, God bless all the instructors Thank at you. the YMCA. Come it's, on. We have some really, really, <laughs> really great people who just yes. bring it. They and, bring it. And have been doing it for years. Many of, many of them for many years. Yes. And, and I'll tell, I, I will say, I mean, I've been in a, a group fitness instructor for 30 years now. Amazing. And there are days where I think, oh my goodness, I can't do this again. And then I'll have one little thing. Yeah a new person who comes and says, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. Or someone who shares a little story of how, you know, they, they've come back from whatever, an yeah. illness or an injury or whatever that little tidbit is. Sometimes it's just, it's a fun song that I haven't heard in a long time that inspires me on that day. <laughs> yes. 
And uh, and then we, we what? Okay, I'm I'm good. I'm all refreshed and ready to get oh, yeah. out of it. So. Yeah. Today, Rosie had a song on called "No Pain, No Gain," and it was like an amazing rhythm where you're spinning, and it's just like right. "No Pain, No Gain, right. No Pain, No Pain." And when one of the song, when that song got over, one of the guys in the room, he's like. I wonder what the name of that song was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know? So funny. <laughs> Isn't that fun? But the whole time you're like, no pain, no gain, no pain. You know, you're just getting it. It's just fun. Well, I love it. <laughs> I think one of my rides last week toward the end, we um, I had Joe Cocker's Feeling All Right. Yay. And it was just, I mean, it just this great old rock and roll. It was a live version. Yeah. And it just kind of took off. And I said, well, there you go. I hope you're feeling all right. I hope you're feeling all right. right. Oh yeah. What a gift to be able to, to do these fitness classes. Um, Something that I heard from a Dr. Tony Evans podcast, he's a pastor in Mm -hmm. Dallas, Texas, Uh, but he was saying uh, discipline is, it means, um, it's okay, I I don't know, it's like gym or gumnazo in the, uh, what, in the Roman, it's a Roman English, I probably have that wrong, Greek, maybe. I I think it's Greek. And this is, okay, so this is when you're going into discipline. Yeah. The thing that I always, someone told me this forever ago when I was a young parent. Yeah. The root of discipline is the same root as disciple. Oh my gosh. And so when you're talking about discipline, as you're talking about that particular thing, that is to make a disciple. And I I will say that to young parents. I don't like to give away. I don't like to give out parenting advice unless I'm asked. Yeah. But I say- Go for it disciplining your children is not punishing them or bribing them or whatever. It's making them a disciple. It's making them a follower and the, the kind of life and the kind of person you want them to be. Yeah. And so, um, I always remind myself that when I'm talking about disciplining myself, I'm conforming my will to something that is good for me or better for me, a way that I think is going to lead to more life giving. It's so true. I mean, and, it is so, so true yeah. with the, so discipline, if you look at it as training yes, and like train a child in the way they Absolutely. should go, gumnazo, this mm. is what I printed this off online. It's um, Greek word studies. There you mm, go. There okay. Go. That's, that's, that's it. it. Um, gumnazo means to exercise bodily and described an athlete exercising in the gym, figuratively, gymnasium. Gymnastic, gymnasium, it's probably that same route. Yes. I would bet. It means to exercise so as to discipline oneself, you know, in the moral or ethical gym, quote, or to exercise vigorously in any way, either the body or the mind. It describes rigor- rigorous, strenuous, self-sacrificing training an athlete undergoes, like And the thing that I've learned about working out at the Y is like, I can do a workout that my heart rate is at max. And like, I'm so grateful that I get to do this. Oh, I say this all the time. I'll tell people, I said, it it is a gift. Uh It is a gift. I, I have walked with enough people who then experience some very life changing physical thing. I mean, I, I myself have um, a chronic condition that has really changed the way my body moves and what I can and can't do with it. And um, when I talk about some of the things I did 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, I say, gosh, I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to do that Yeah. at that stage of my life. And now I think, and thank goodness that I have been someone who has had that discipline because now my consistent exercise, it, it is not about, oh, it's swimsuit weather. It's not about the scale. It's about my capacity to keep living my life yeah. in some sort of, you know, independent and, and, and capable way. Okay, preach. So, Hold on. Like, so that is it. Preach. <laughs> I mean, it's really, and so, you know, this is where I just tell people, you know, don't, the when, you, when you're complaining about working hard, I'm like, aren't you glad that you have this incredible machine that can do all these things? And most of us, and I've said this a long time, most of us don't really push ourselves. We're too afraid. Yeah. We don't know what our body can really do. And I think, you know, all you have to do is talk to people who've been in extreme circumstances and they think, wow, you know, how did you survive that? How did you do that? Mm. Well, it's amazing what you can do if you've got that power inside. Yeah. I've got that in my, my heart, yeah. in my soul, in my mind. And now I'm going to tell my body, I said, tell people all the time, if you tell your body 
if you've got to say it in your mind and your heart. Exactly. And then if you do that, then your body is likely going to follow at least most of the way. Yes. You know, make your mind up. And, and I just, uh, you know, you got to choose it. You got to choose it. And I just, I think that I know for me when I'm disciplining myself in, in certain parts of my life that spills over, you know, if you're, if you're eating healthy, right. Then, then you feel more empowered to go do something physical. If you're right in your relationships, then that clears your head to go focus on that. I mean, to have that alignment yep. where, um, where I'm prioritizing things like they should be and I'm making that time in my day. Exactly. That I've got that time for prayer. I've got that time for quiet. I've got that time for physical activity. I have that time for family. Mm-hmm. Have that time for work. There, you know, the day may seem short, but boy, you can put a lot of really goodness in there. And sometimes a little bit goes a long way. Yep. You know, we don't, we don't always, I, I, I'll tell people, gosh, you got 20 minutes. Let me show you what you can do in 20 minutes. Oh, it's true. Absolutely. You can do a weight circuit real quick absolutely. or do some abs. Or, I mean, I can't do abs for 20 minutes. That's ah, too long. Oh, you absolutely could. We would just have to, we'd have to find some very creative ways. Yes. I need some <laughs> that music. I need some of there that, you go. those jams you there have. There you go. Um, okay. A question that we ask everyone who comes on the mm. podcast is what Bible verse is encouraging you in this season. So Andrea, I would love to know. So it's funny when you first told me about that, um, I have a couple of things that are, that are go-tos, but the thing that really came up into my mind is um, in the gospel of John chapter six. And I love chapter six because of the bread of life discourse where, where we talk about Jesus's body, but I want to back up a little earlier than that. And so the beginning of chapter six is um, the multiplication of the loaves. And so, so we've got this, uh, you know, if we set the scene, we've got this really um, incredible thing. We've all these people following. They are, they are just throngs. They, they're leaning in. What is he going to say? Um, what can we learn today? And then we get to this point where, okay, they're hungry and we've got to feed them. And we have this miraculous, this miraculous occurrence of the multiplication of the fish and the loaves to feed all the thousands. So I think about, you know, um, when most of us do something really incredible, okay, you've just, Ricky, you've just, you know, you've just won this or you've finished the spin class or or (laughs) you've just hit all these goals professionally. You've done whatever. Most of the time, you know, we're like, yeah, that's it. You know, it's okay to, we, we want the accolades. We want, we're, we're happy to get all this, but what does Jesus do? He knows they're going to come and carrying him off. So he withdrew again to the mountain alone in verse 15, where he goes away by himself to be quiet. And I, I remembered at a particular season in my life that was incredibly full and busy and overwhelming that I read this and that just struck out that here, all these people are speculating about who he is. And they are just, they're clamoring to be around him. And what does he do? He goes and takes a little quiet time for himself. Yeah. And he goes off to pray. Now, this is not, there's many times. And I started flagging. You can see all my little green stickies. I started yes. flagging all these green stickies of when Jesus goes off to be alone and to pray. But again, if he's going to be that ultimate role model, then um, I feel like the message back to me is it's often in the busiest times of our life where we're under incredible pressure at work or at home and things are swirling that we feel like the answer is to run faster and harder. Yeah. Do I can multitask. I, I can sleep a little less. I can, I, I can, I can skip my exercise. I can skip my morning time. I don't yeah. have time for it. And I think that, that what, what Jesus is modeling for me and for so many of us is no, that's the time that you most need to be, quiet and still and alone, um, to, to listen and to recharge and to find that moment, um, to step away. Otherwise you're going to, you're going to crack. There's so much noise in our life. And sometimes I think it's hard to, how do you, how do you find those little moments? So one of the things I've, I, I've started doing more often than not is just driving in quiet. Yeah. You know, I don't have a very long commute to and from work and I, you know, whatever you listen, whatever you listen to. Right. Right. I mean, you may be listening to, to news headlines of the day. You might be listening to sports. You might be listening. You might be listening to a a daily reflection and, and, and some praise and worship music. But what if you just took those few minutes to just 
be alone and to have that quiet. And I just, there are times where, I mean, coming over here, I thought, no, get your, get your head a little clear. Yeah. If we don't really turn things off. I mean, there are times where I just say, you know, music is great. And, and there's a lot of great music, a lot of great podcasts. There's a lot of great information out there. There's great, but sometimes just to be quiet, um, even in my house now and, and our, our kids are gone. And so it's just, it's just Todd and, and me at home. And there are nights where I say, do you want to just sit quietly together? Yeah. And you know, that's an amazing gift that we can be next to each other reading or, or just breathing a little yeah. and have that quiet. So this is really, it really, this is one of those, um, things that I go back to of when, of Jesus being alone. And, you know, I, like I said, I started, I started pulling up all these, all these other, um, these other, I mean, it's in, it's in Mark chapter six, it's in Luke chapter six, it's in, it, we hear in Ephesians about be, all these times about being alone. And, um, and I think it's just, it is a great, great role modeling to us of, um, the importance of, of prioritizing that, that centering, that real, that quiet. Um, if we don't do that, we're never going to hear. I have had the gift in my life in the last couple of years of a friend, um, who is very, very quiet and very introverted. And, um, she's probably the most understated friend I've ever had in my entire life. And uh, I learned in being with her that I have to stop talking. Yeah. Or I'm never, ever, ever going to know what she's thinking and feeling. And that sometimes I have to wait for 30 seconds or a minute or a couple of minutes yeah. while she frames up what she's going to say. And I, I thank her for this. I said, you've been such a great um, teacher to me of realizing that, um, cause I am, you know, go, go, go. Fast, yeah. Let's fast, go. Fast. Where are we going? I mean, let's go, let's <laughs> move up? fast. Let's talk fast. Let's pilot all in. Let's have another cup of coffee. And I just, exactly. <laughs> and I think, I think the, the benefit of consciously pressing yeah. pause, you know, and you're in that stage of your life yeah. where career and kids and, and, and this, and YMCA, and so many things that you have doing that, um, yes. no one ever says, Hey, Ricky, you should take five minutes for yourself. Yeah. You should take a few minutes to just sit and breathe. Yeah. Breathe in and breathe out and, and just allow yourself to be and to listen. And I just, to me, I think that that is one of the, the most important messages that yeah. I am getting right now and that I try to convey to other people. Yeah. Meditation's huge. I, I mean, just so good. I mean, and, and, you know, different people, there are some people who say, oh, I can't be good. I'm like, okay, well, um, start with a minute, you know, set a timer for one minute and it's crazy. And I've, don't touch your phone. I've done this in meetings and why meetings sometimes instead of having one of the great things about working for the wise, we can start meetings in prayer. We can, we can close meetings in prayer. Yeah, it's wonderful. Amen. Wonderful. So much um, Jesus. So, so it's much. So great. Yes. And so, and so there are times where I've said, you know what? Um, we didn't, nobody prepared anything, but we're going to just sit quietly for a minute and just just breathe and listen. And I've had a few people said, Oh my gosh, that was the longest minute of my life. I'm like, okay, well you need to work on that. Yes. Okay. Be content in who oh, God is, I mean, what he's done in your life and, and be, and you're quiet, but you're also, you're not alone. So, okay. No, not I, at all. There's yeah. such a difference going to be alone yeah. does not mean you are alone. Yeah. It just means that you've got that space and that quiet, you know, and I, I have spent a lot of time in the last five years of my life in doctor's offices because of some of this business that's going on with me. And I am always discouraged to look around and see that every single person in the waiting room, it just has their head buried in a device. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just like, does anybody just stop and just think or just give yourself permission to not think right. and see what ideas come up into your mind yeah. of someone suddenly is on your heart. Right. And you think, gosh, I need to call that person. I haven't thought about them or, you know, or something that you're really grateful for. Yeah. But if we don't stop and pause, I think it's really hard to find those things. Yeah. Say law means pause in Psalms and David mm. paused so much. I mean, <sighs> yes. Like, I mean, Yahweh is in breathe, your breath. Yes. Breathe. Yes. Yes. Breathe in, <sighs> breathe God in, breathe God out. Yes. I mean, that's it. That's the spirit. I mean, I, I, there are, I feel like 
I feel like sometimes I think, oh, come on, I need the Holy Spirit to inspire me. And I'm like, okay, well, you got to slow down and listen. <laughs> you got to be still and quiet Let's for go, Lord. just a moment. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, I remind myself of, of how long, how long, how long the people wandered in the desert. I'm like, and we yeah. want something in 90 seconds. Come on, exactly. tomorrow, you know. <laughs> Okay, it might take just a minute. Yeah, and, and and I do think when we when we take that conscious um, time to slow down and listen, it does help us all to be more patient and, and kind and and kind and and understanding. You know, I I think there's there's you know this is a super practical thing, but when's the last time I, I was at the grocery store? Oh, this is it. Here you go. Yes, real yes, life, yes. real life one hundred and one. <laughs> I was at the grocery store last week. And I had the little clamshell of blueberries and I, um, as I was picking it up, it burst open and I had blueberries all over the floor. Oh no. And then, and then I tried to move my cart and I rolled over some blueberries. So <sighs> now I had smashed blueberries and you know, it's like, ah, and there's a woman <laughs> behind me who was clearly very irritated. Oh no. She was very irritated. So they, they directed her over, Oh, come over here to the side. And then I looked at the guy behind her and I said, I am so sorry. And he looked up at me and he said, it's okay. I'm not in a hurry. And I thought, what a gift for a stranger yes. to say, it's okay to take two minutes to yes. clean the blueberries up the like, Help me. <laughs> you know, and so, and so I think about that we can give that gift, not just to the people that we love who are around yeah. us, but to total strangers to allow someone, God forbid, to go ahead of you in, in line or, yeah. you know, at the stoplight or whatever to give someone the benefit of just that little bit of space and grace. Um, and, and then, um, I think it's it, it, little things like that are just so rare that people, they, it's like, you've done something really remarkable, Yeah, but, really cool. but, but I think, you know, I think, I think that those little things are often what can, um, what can turn somebody that really can give them to say, wow, somebody cared enough to just do that little thing for me. Yeah. Powered by the Holy Spirit. That's so Absolutely. good. Um, so we're wrapping up, but I have to know, Andrea. Oh boy. The vitamin C's or the vitamin, the vitamins that you can get at the oh, YMCA. At the y. So it's so great that you said, so our spiritual vitamins. Spiritual so vitamins. That's I have to, is. I have to give credit to Amista Golden, who is my friend and my coworker. It is uh, Amista who brought those to our why. And we were first just doing them on the digital screens. Like let's inspire people with a couple of spir- a scripture quote quotes. Yeah. And so she would pick a particular theme today. We're going to talk about patience, you know, this, yeah. this next week or whatever. And then she started printing them on all little bright colored pieces bright. of paper, all these really bright paper. And so folding them up and putting them in little baskets. And, um, you know, we, we had, we had stopped doing that during COVID cause everybody, you know, no paper yeah, anywhere. Yeah. And that was one of the first things that people said, are you bringing back the vitamins? Vitamins. Are you bringing back the vitamins? I take a vitamin. And so, you know, I think about that too, where, um, again, that's the analogy of body and spirit, right? That yes, you know, the, the physical vitamin might Mm -hmm. be doing your, you know, your sit-ups or your push-ups or whatever, but that spiritual vitamin to just say, what is it? And I am a big believer that if you just reach in that basket, you're going to get what you need to get. It's true. You're going to get what you need to get that day. Um, it, it makes me think about when we first put a Bible in the lobby of the Y many, many years ago, we said, why don't we have a Bible in the lobby? We should put it there. And I tell this story a lot. I had a member come up to me and say, why are you putting that there? And I just kind of looked at him. I said, well, I don't understand the question. And he said, well, I don't think anybody's ever going to look at that. And, and it was funny because it wasn't that long later where I went back to him. I said, you know how I know people look at it? I said, because every time I go up to it, it's on a different page. Well, that's what I was going to say is every time, every time and, and everything, when we moved into that new building, you know, we brought all this new stuff and I had someone, we were going to buy a new Bible. I had someone who said, please tell me you're going to bring the old Bible. I said, yes, Yes. I am. (laughs) And so, you know, it's like the old family book that has some worn and you can see things where people have highlighted things or, or a page that's a little a little tattered because it's yeah. been a favorite page. And so I feel the same way about the spiritual vitamins that, you know, it, it is one of the beautiful things about being at the Y that we can really address the whole person. Yep. And um and do that in a in a way that I think is very enriching and empowering and enlightening on so many different levels. And yeah. so I'm glad you like the vitamins. Love it. Yes. Well, I just want to encourage you who's listening, if you have a gym or you have like a facility where you can have this bucket of Bible verses. Absolutely. 
And they're little, like, it's just like a little. A single, we'll just pull a single, a single scripture. Yeah. And what's the reference? And then, and people will say, you know, this is, I'm putting this on my refrigerator. Oh, yeah. We have them in our Bible. My bathroom mirror, wherever, wherever. So that you have that little bit of encouragement. And I really do. I think, I think you get the message you need. Spiritual vitamins. Spiritual vitamins. Whoever thought, okay, her name, what's her name? Amista. Amista. And she is, um, she is, works in our, like, does accounting office management. So she's not one of the people who's out front, but she is one of those people who's just uh, foundational. She is, she is one of those quiet anchors of our team um, that everybody trusts and everybody can rely on. And, uh, and so she does, she does a few things that really, I think, enrich so many people. And that's one of them. That's wonderful. Well, um, God bless the YMCA. God bless the instructors and everybody who works there. I mean, just amazing. Um, And the Gulf Breeze Y, just incredible, like life changing. And, you know, we have so many, there's so many ways that we're growing in the coming year, years. I mean, we, we have just, we have had so many opportunities to serve, um, whether it's teaching kids with special needs, how to be safe in water. Right now we've got a literacy program operating in schools. Yeah. Um, we have a Parkinson's fitness class that meets. Yes. I mean, we've just, yeah. there's so much, these little communities within our Y. And, um, you know, and we've just been so blessed by this community and the kind of support that we've had. And, um, and so we, you know, we want to honor that, that trust mm-hmm. to be able to continue to be that force to, um, to make our community better together. I love that. When you said force, I was just like, it is a force. Mm, it's a force. Mm, absolutely. You feel so empowered when you leave. And, um, you know, no matter what you've been a part of, swimming lessons, Parkinson's class, I mean, oh, yeah. yoga, whatever it is. Um, thank you for doing that good work and for sharing what God is doing in your life at the Y um, and, and really encouraging us to go out and do the same thing, you know, go out and do a good work today with the Lord. Like he is with you. Okay. There is one thing I wanted to clear up earlier Uh-oh. when we were talking okay. about being like alone. I was listening to a, a podcast with Tim Keller. He's a p- pastor retired mm-hmm. or he passed away, but he was in New York. And, um, he was like, if you don't believe in God and you've like, you haven't accepted him into your heart, like accepted Jesus into your heart, like no, like if you're alone, you're alone. <laughs> right. I mean, Jesus is everywhere. No height nor depth can separate us from him. But like, if you haven't invited him into your heart, if you're sitting in the park having lunch, like you're sitting in the park having lunch. Right. And I just think to me, that's scary. Cause that's like, I, I could just step off the edge and like, I know. Then what? You you know? Are, you're then with what? Christ. You're never alone. Never. And never. when I heard that, I was eating lunch at my house and like by myself. Right. And he's like, if you don't have Jesus in you, you're alone. And I'm like, I'm alone. I'm not alone. I'm not. not. I'm with Jesus. Jesus I is might, with me. I'm I might alone. be just by myself right, so right now, now, but, but I'm Jesus not is with really me. alone. <laughs> yes. Not and amen. really alone. Amen. And so I just pray that for you who's listening, just to remember that God is with you and that you're never alone with Jesus and he will just fill you up to overflow to maybe cry. And, you know, absolutely. And you know what, if that happens, I'd say, let it, let it go, let it go. Cause I, I think what, what I thought of is I thought, what's the worst thing that happens here? Someone says to me, why were you crying? Yeah. And then I can say I was crying because I was just so filled so grateful. with this inexplicable, deep in my soul joy that it just spilled out of me. Yeah. And isn't yeah. that a great thing? It's I a mean, waterfall. Oh. Yeah. I just, and so thank you, I Lord. just, it has to come out some kind of way. Yeah. And there it is. <laughs> there it is. I love it. Uh, thank you for sharing everything. And then the other thing I just wanted to tell uh, you who's listening when Andrea said, I'll take care of it. Like there are things about, you know, your husband. Oh, uh, I just wanted to encourage you who's listening. Like God is taking care of stuff for you that you don't even know about right now. Like I'll take care of it. Like God's taking care of it for you and he's for you. He's not against you. And so he's taking care of it. Like, I, I, I'll take care of it. Yeah. I'll take care of it. Sometimes we just need to get out of the way. Yes. You know, stop fighting against it. Um, stop thinking that we have to figure it all out. Yeah. Amen. That's so my life. I mean, there are a lot of things in my life that I do that I don't really understand. I have accepted <laughs> a long time ago. I do not have to understand everything. Yeah. Um, I just, I, so I think, my goodness, of course, you can, you can just breathe easy. Yeah. I mean, if it, if I had to know how it all works, I would never be able to go to sleep. Exactly. And so it is, I think it's a very powerful thing to be able to say, and I'm turning this over and and I'm, I'm going to let, I'm going to let you do it. 
Amen. Yes and amen. Amen. Well, um, thank you, Andrea, for your time. The YMCA is our happy place. So thank you for that. Ricky, I'm really glad (laughs) for you and for so many other families, you know, who are just, I I watch some of these kids growing up and I'm like, oh my goodness, how did this happen? It's a a great thing. I mean, I think there there are um, places that if your kid hangs out at the Y all the time, that's not such a bad deal. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, and just like the love they have for the teachers. Uh, our, we had a couple zone. months. Uh, yes, Kids Zone and the swim teachers. Yes. There was like a couple months where we had to um, miss swim lessons, but we're back in. But um, our youngest one hadn't seen one of the teachers in a long time. And when the double doors opened, he saw her and was like, <gasps> Miss Lori. Yes. He couldn't walk forward. He was like so filled with excitement. And she was like, I've never had anybody say hi to me like that before. And isn't that a wonderful thing? He was just like, this is happening. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. There you go. (laughs) Okay, let's pray and we'll wrap this up. Um, Father God, thank you so much for today and for Andrea and for the YMCA, just any YMCA anywhere. Lord, just Mm -hmm. bless that YMCA and the people who go there. And Lord, just fill us up with you and empty us of us and our selfishness and our desires that aren't good for anyone just lord just fill us up with you the thoughts that are good and pure and right and praiseworthy and lord just uh i just pray for energy and for whoever's listening to this today your holy spirit energy to be in them and through them to do what you have asked them to do and to get into community a community of believers and just just use their body for the glory of god and uh, decrease us and increase you we're so grateful in jesus name i pray amen amen Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hey everyone, it's Erica with Glassy Day Studio, where we believe every broken, discarded, and disrupted thing will be reclaimed, restored, and redeemed by the one who created and calms the waves. Glassy Day jewelry is shaped from recycled surfboard resin, and each design is named after a woman in the Bible. And 10% of every purchase supports foster care ministries. Check it out at glassydaystudio.com. And thanks for listening. And if this episode has drawn you closer to Christ, please share it with your friends and family or even one person that might find encouragement in the message and a deeper relationship with Christ. God bless and have a great week. This is amazing.